Welcome to the British Sports Car Podcast. Join me, Sarah, and Nick, our resident sports car expert, as we bring you all the latest news from the top tiers of British motorsport, including British GT, GT Cup and Brick Car, as well as British motorsport interests from around the world. Hello and welcome to another episode of the British Sports Car Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and I don't have Nick with me. Uh, You've had quite a few episodes where it has just been Nick of late, and I can only apologise for that. Fortunately, real life demands on my time have made it difficult for us to get together. But the tables have turned and it's time for me to step out on my own. Um, So... The from the racetracks uh, will probably stay as mostly Nick, as long-term listeners to the show will know. I have a disability and a couple of health concerns, so to do that on top of a race weekend for me uh, can be extremely draining. And obviously I want to be doing everything that I can at the track in terms of the live blogging and everything else that I do there. That's kind of my priority. But... It does mean, as I say, you get to spend the next, what I'm hoping is going to be not too long a time, with me. So we'll dive straight into it. And I figured we'd take a quick recap of Alton Park. I'm not going to go too much into what actually happened in the races, uh, because between from the racetrack and catching up with the races on YouTube, and the replays, which I would thoroughly recommend you do because they were two stunning races, um, two very different races, as I think we've come to see quite often at Alton now, especially with the season opener, but between the weather, the safety cars, some absolutely brilliant driving, um, it was an absolutely thrilling race. Um, And this is from me who couldn't pay full attention at the time um, because... Um, My hands were going everywhere blogging and keeping up with everything to make sure everything's updated on the microsite. Um, But even from that limited vantage before I got a rewatch, you know, where I could sit down with a cup of tea and and actually enjoy it, it was it was truly stunning. So I would absolutely recommend that you watch them. Uh, But the first race we'll touch briefly on first. Uh, we had, I'm just going to go through the results, basically. Um, the big headline news of the first race at Alton Park was the fact that uh, overall and GT3 winners were the number four two-seas motorsport car, uh, crewed by James Cottingham and Johnny Adam in the Mercedes-AMG GT3. Uh, they took first place, and the headline news with that was it was Johnny Adam's 100th win. Uh, which is obviously an outstanding achievement and to do it uh, you know within season opener um, is just fantastic and I know he was really chuffed Um, so you know well played and congratulations again from us I know we told you at the time so yeah they took the overall victory Beach Dean Motorsport came in second uh, with Andrew Howard and Ross Gunn in the Aston Martin Vantage AMR GT3 and the number 97. Enduro Motorsport third in their number 77, 
no longer OnlyFans liveried car. Uh, of course, that's Morgan Tilbrook and Marcus Clutton in the McLaren 720S GT3 Evo. Fourth was the sister 2C's motorsport car. This is the number one. Uh, so last season's winners, Ian Loggy and Jules Gounon. Also Mercedes AMG GT3. A little bit of a pattern turning up here because the fifth place was also Mercedes AMG GT3. This time it's the Ram Racing number 15. John Ferguson and Raffaele Marcello. And sixth place, we had the BMW M4 GT3, number 91 of Century Motorsport, Darren Lung and Dan Harper. Uh, now that car has obviously really picked up the pace, uh, having had a season under its belt now. Moving on to GT4, we had a win straight out for Academy Motorsport in the number 62. And I'm going to have to be really careful here because I'm so used to saying the number 61 because uh, it's my first season where we've got two Academy cars. We've been waiting for it. But this, of course, is crewed by Will Moore and Matt Nickel-Jones. And that's the Ford Mustang GT4. Second place was, of course, the Academy Motorsport number 61 of Matt Cowley and Eric Evans, also in the Ford Mustang GT4. So great one too for Academy there. Third place, we had Raceway Motorsport in the number 55 Ginetta G56 GT4. That was crewed by Michael Kreese and Tom Holland. Fourth, first of another pairing of cars so fourth and fifth we have the century motorsport cars fourth was the number 22 of carl cavers and lewis plato and the in fifth place we had michael johnson and chris sulkold in the number 14 of course they're the bmw m4 gt4s and in sixth place overall gt4 we had the number seven paddock motorsport uh, mclaren artura and that's crewed by Kavi Jundu and Tom Rawlings. So that's race one out of the way. Moving on to race two, which of course does feed in uh, to the upcoming race at Silverstone. As the results of the race dictate, uh, I think we're calling it compensation time now. Uh, previously known as success seconds, also previously known as pit stop penalties and probably several other things. I have to say I'm not a fan of compensation time because who's being compensated and why? It just doesn't really make any sense to me, um, but I'm sure it's been thought about and hopefully we might get an answer as to why it's been called that at some point. So again, let's start with GT3 here. Uh, so overall winning, uh, we had 2C's Motorsport, number one car, Ian Loggie and Jules Gounon. Uh, they finished ahead of the number 15 Ram Racing of John Ferguson and Raffaele Marcello. Third place, we had Garage 59. Uh, that's the number 88 of Alex West and Marvin Kirchhofer uh, in their McLaren 720S GT3 Evo. So that's your compensation time results there. In fourth, we had the number four two C's motorsport of James Cottingham and Johnny Adam. Fifth, Beach Dean Motorsport, number 97, Andrew Howard and Ross Gunn in their Aston Martin Vantage AMR GT3. And the Century Motorsport, number 91, uh, bringing up sixth place of Darren Lung and Dan Harper 
in their BMW M4 GT3. So in GT4, overall win for Race Lab with the number 29 of Ian Goff and Tom Wrigley in their McLaren Arturo GT4. The number 90 Optimum Motorsport was second. Uh, again, an Arturo GT4. There's another pattern forming here. Uh, this one, Jack Brown and Charles Clark uh, behind the wheel. Third place, we had DTO Motorsport in the number 36, also McLaren Arturo GT4. And that's Aston Miller and Josh Rowledge uh, driving on there. Our racing, returning from last season in the number 23 in their Aston Martin Vantage AMR GT4. That's Josh Miller and Seb Hopkins came in fourth. We have Drive Tack, who came in fifth in the number 50. That's Sam Mayer Lachlan and James Wallace in their Mercedes AMG GT4. And sixth, we had Team Parker Racing, uh, their sole entry, full season entry, I should say, for this year in the number 18. And that's Zach Meekin and Dan Vaughan in their Porsche 718 Cayman GT4 RS Club Sport. So let's now move ahead and take a look to the upcoming weekend. Of course, we have the Intelligent Money British GT Championships annual Billy Rebbond event this weekend. It is the largest entry list that I've seen. Um, I know that there have been bigger entries and I believe that number was 48 entries in total. But we are talking, I think, back in 2014, if my notes are right. Um. We have got 43 teams and cars entering this year and nine factory drivers. So we've added one uh, to the list. And of course, we've also got the Coronation Weekend. Uh, so great celebrations all round. But of course, British GT at Silverstone. What more do we need to celebrate? Uh, so we've got seven race by race entries in addition to 36 full season entries making up our total of 43 cars it's also the first endurance race of this season and endurance races attract more points so this means that we are looking at 1.5 times uh, our normal points so where 25 points would normally be given for winning a race uh, winning means that you'll net 37 and a half points and so on down the list. So there's a lot to play for and strategy is certainly going to play a part in this. Uh, so for three hour races, we've got different rules to the sprint races because obviously the cars are going to have to refuel um, more than once. So I'm just going to quickly run down the rules for anyone that isn't familiar with them. So during a three-hour race, there must be three driver changes throughout the three hours. Um, now, there's no pit stop window specifically, but each driver cannot exceed a total drive time of 100 minutes. And any compensation time that's been accrued previously needs to be served during that final mandatory pit stop. 
So cars can make more than three pit stops if they need to or want to. It does mean that there'll be four driver stints through the race, um, which will be two arm stints and two pro stints or silver silver. Um, Ams will generally start the race and we've seen a lot in the past that they'll generally basically run it until the fuel is low um, to give the pros maximum time in the car. We've got our mandatory pit stop times as well. So for GT3, that's 135 seconds, GT4, 165 seconds and GT4 Silver Cup entries also have an additional 14 seconds during their mandatory stops um, in addition to carrying an extra 25 kilograms of ballast um, that bit hasn't changed on there but it's still worth mentioning because it does affect the times so in terms of our pit stop compensation times this does mean that an extra 20 seconds will need to be served um, in the final stop by the number one two C's motorsport and the number 29 race lab uh, McLaren for, uh, you know, winning. How dare they? <laughs> Second uh, placed from last race attract 15 seconds of compensation time. So the number 15 Ram Racing and the number 90 Optimum Motorsport in GT3 and 4 respectively. And the third placed cars, which uh, this time around is the number 88 Garage 59. And in GT4, the number 36 DTO Motorsport will also need to serve an additional 10 seconds. Also worth mentioning at this point, we've got lap records that may very well be broken um, just because the field is so competitive this year and we can tell that already. Uh, both of these records were set last year, so they're not hugely long-standing records and I've got a feeling we might see them broken. So in GT3, the current lap record is 1 minute 58.304 seconds. That was set by Marvin Kirchhofer last year in the Garage 59 McLaren 720S GT3. Uh, obviously, he's back again. So could he break his own record? Could someone else break his own record? Or could we see, similar to as we saw at Alton, lap records falling down in very, very quick succession, so quickly that I couldn't even say that they'd gone before they'd already been replaced? GT4, that lap time is 2 minutes and 9.861 seconds. And that was set last year by Senna Fielding in the Stellar Motorsport Audi R8 LMS GT4. Now, they have not returned this year, unfortunately. So that record is up for grabs because Senna isn't here to defend that. Um, we have, again, got a very competitive grid out there. So I wouldn't be surprised to see both of those records fall, especially if the weather is favourable. So let's move on to the specifics of the race. We've got a couple of changes um, that we need to discuss before we move on to the additional entries. Uh, the first change is that drive tack uh, in the number 50. They will be racing in GT3 for the rest of the season. Uh, so James Wallace will be graduating from GT4 to GT3. 
the Mercedes AMG GT3 was originally solely earmarked for each GT Cup, uh, but that's now going to be utilised within British GT as well. Does mean that there is a driver change here as well. Uh, Chris Hart will be partnering James Wallace uh, going forwards. In GT4, we've got another driver change. Uh, Darren Burke is going to be joining Harry George uh, Enduro Motorsport in the number 17 uh, McLaren Artura. So that's the changes and time to look at the additional entries we've got. Now, these are round by round entries, which means that they cannot score points. Uh, so wherever they finish, if they win, they won't take any points, unfortunately, uh, for them. But it keeps things interesting for the rest of us. So let's talk first about the GT3 race by race entries. We've got five of those, uh, which with the addition of DriveTac moving into GT3 brings us to a total of 24 GT3 cars on the grid. Uh, so I'm going to go down these in numerical order. So first of all, we've got the number 19 and that is Blackthorn. Uh, they'll be racing an Aston Martin Vantage AMR GT3. I caught a picture of the livery uh, yesterday, I believe it was, on Twitter and when I was checking in. And it's black and white and it looks absolutely stunning. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to seeing this car out on the grid. That's going to be crewed by Claude Beauvais and David McDonald as a silver and pairing. Next up, we have two additional race-by-race -race entries for Team Parker Racing. Uh, first up, we have the number 64, which is the Porsche 911 GT3R 911.2. Uh, this, of course, is the same car that was being driven by Scott Malvin and Nick Jones last season, uh, but it's not in their hands this year. It's being crewed by Alex Martin and Charles Bateman. That's a silver am entry. Uh, but the next car is the number 66 with Nick and Scott, uh, but it's their new car. This is the Porsche 911 GT3 R992. Uh, now they have that liveried up the same as last year and it looks smart, uh, but it's really nice to have these guys back on the grid, if only for the one race so far this season. Uh, they are, of course, off contesting internationally. Uh, this year so to keep up with what they're doing keep an eye out for Nick's international news uh, mini pods and keep up with everything there the next race by race entry we've got is inception racing uh regular visitors really hoping they're going to make a full season entry at some point uh, but they're in the number 70 and this is the McLaren 720S GT3 Evo uh, crewed by Brendan Uribe and Ben Barnacote. Uh, ben, of course, is a factory driver, which brings our total up to nine because we're not keeping tabs at all, honest. Uh, this is a pro-am entry and I haven't seen anything to the contrary yet to say it's not going to be the usual red and black that we're used to seeing. Final race by race entry in GT3 is Greystone GT, who are expanding to a additional car. Uh, this one is a McLaren 720S GT3 Evo, crewed by Andrew Gilbert and Fran Ruder. 
uh, this is going to be a silver am entry. In GT4, we've got two additional entries, uh, the first of which is Century Motorsport, who are going to be running a third car in the class. Uh, this will be an Aston Martin Vantage AMR GT4, the number 21, which will be crewed by David Holloway and Bradley Ellis. Uh, they'll be entering in a pro-am capacity. And then we have a third BMW M4 GT4, uh, not by Century. Uh, this one is Simpson Motorsport and James K. It's a pro-am entry and will be crewed by James K along with Vasily Vladikin. So that's all our race by race cars. Uh, as you say, that's bringing us up to 43 cars in total. A little bit more information now for you just before I disappear uh, for now and start my prep for the weekend, which yes, it's early, but I've got a lot to kind of try and fit in. Uh, it is coronation weekend this weekend. We talked about it a little bit in our last episode. Um, we did wonder kind of what might be happening uh, with that, so far the news that's out is that all entries will be featuring a one-off Union Flag Intelligent Money windscreen banner instead of the usual black and white designs. Um, it's nice to see it being recognised and I think that will uh, really set things off and I'm looking forward to seeing how that turns out. Uh, because it's Silverstone as well, uh, there is a tradition of the Royal Automobile Trophy being awarded to the overall winners, and that will also continue. Uh, that trophy was first awarded in 1932 at Brooklands. Um, so, again, nice to see traditions continuing. In terms of the weekend, as usual, anything that's live, uh, so qualifying onwards, uh, will be shown on GT World YouTube and the race itself will be shown on Sky Sports Formula One channel. Just a quick note on qualifying because I realised that I haven't said it yet. Um, so qualifying, uh, we've got our usual four slots of 10 minutes, one for each driver in GT3 and GT4. Unlike the sprint race, uh, the times will be combined for each pair and that will determine the starting order. So all is not lost if someone has a terrible qualifying, um, but obviously we want everyone to do as well as they can. So if you are heading to the track or wanting to follow along, because whilst the free practice sessions won't be broadcasted uh, in picture form, you can follow along on TSL timing along with the column commentary there. Uh, the action starts on Saturday at 9.30, which is when a free practice one gets underway. Free practice two is at 12.35 and then qualifying starts at four o'clock and takes us through up until just about five o'clock. Those times, of course, are set, but they are provisional um, just in case there are any issues uh, kind of with other stuff that's happening over the weekend, because, of course, we've got the support races and other championships happening. So times are subject to change, but that is what's scheduled. The race itself on Sunday, warm-up is at 9.35 and that will be broadcasted live. That's a 15-minute session as usual, just a chance for the 
teams and drivers to check everything's good with the car. And then the race itself starts at 12.20. Uh, usually the coverage starts probably around 12 o'clock, but don't quote me on that because I don't know. So that's everything I think that you need to know ahead of the weekend. Um, I don't think I've missed anything out. I had got notes and cheat sheets. Um, so yeah, that's that's it from me really. Um, hopefully I haven't bored you to tears uh, with the fact that it's a full episode of me. I've tried to keep it uh, pretty short and sweet and hopefully that will mean that you can fit this into your commute time or whatever it is you're getting up to. Uh, we really hope to see some of you at the track. We will be there. Um, I will probably be holed up in the media centre, but I am really hoping uh, because the media centre here is accessible um, and not up several flights of stairs that I can at least go out and have a wander. So if you see us around, do stop us, say hi, drop us a tweet. Uh, we're on all the social media as usual, at BritSCPodcast. Um, most of our coverage, as we've said previously, is now on our live blog, which is at the website uh, www.britishsportscarpodcast.co.uk. Um, but we'll be putting links on to all the social medias as well. So if you're not already following us on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, then do give us a follow. We'll make sure it's updated. We also have a TikTok now, which again, at BritSC Podcast. Uh, I'm having fun getting to grips with that. So we've had a few little videos up out there, hoping to get some more done this weekend, but mostly just really looking forward to connecting all with all of you. Um, so do give us a shout and we'll say hi. If you are heading to the track, drive safely and have a great time and we'll speak to you soon. Thanks for listening to the British Sports Car Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on socials at BritSC Podcast. This podcast is a Storm Vixen created production in conjunction with RPS Driven Media.